Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I don't believe what I just saw. Bill McKenzie kicks a 38-yard field goal on the final play of the football game. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! It is a great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. From the home of the state's land-grant institution, inside the Health Plan Studios, in the Dale B. Miller Building in Morgantown, it's time for the state's most listened to sports talk show. This is the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. CityNet, go with the experts that know. And now, across the state of West Virginia and beyond, Sports Line is on the air. And welcome in, everybody, on this seventh day of April, Friday night on the CityNet Statewide Sports Line with the Senator Brad Howe and the coach, Greg Hunter. Thanks for being with us. Coming up on the program this evening, we'll jump around. Masters is into full force. Had kind of a weird day with weather and some wind and some trees that fell down. We'll talk about That coming up in just a little bit. We'll talk some Mountaineer spring football as well. Yes, uh, Mountaineers were off today, but kind of a recap as to where we've been and a few things that we wanted to get into that we hadn't been able to uh, time-wise in the last couple of nights. And, of course, the text line at 304-TALK-304, 304-TALK-304. We begin this evening with the passing uh, former WVU basketball assistant coach, Billy Hahn. He passed away just after 4 o'clock this afternoon at the age of 69. He had fallen ill Monday evening, actually while watching uh, the national championship game at home, suffered a massive heart attack and was unable to recover from that and passed away late this afternoon. Colorful memorable guy that uh, if you follow Mountaineer basketball at all, you just knew Billy Hahn seated right next to Hugs on that Mountaineer bench during the course of his tenure here and had a basketball career which included stops at Davidson, Rhode Island, Ohio University, LaSalle, Maryland, where he really gained prominence and really put together the team that eventually would win the national championship. And then to West Virginia, where he was at Huggs' side 
as an assistant coach, and he was with the Mountaineers from 07 until 2017, and the senator and I were talking before we went on the air here, and it's kind of interesting because your paths crossed for no reason whatsoever through your careers. Yeah, so it's so as I was telling you earlier, there's you know different different parts of your life, and mine has been segmented out from my time in Iowa to then my time at Connecticut, and then to Maryland, and then to West Virginia. And there's very few people that have crossed over into all of those different areas. Billy comes about as close as anybody, and I can remember the very first time I saw or heard of Billy Hahn. I was at the University of Connecticut working, and I had already accepted a job at Maryland, but I hadn't left yet. And I was watching a Maryland basketball game where Billy was the interim head coach. It was at Cameron Indoor Stadium against Duke. And Billy was sweating like I've never seen a human being sweat in that game. Got the win for Maryland. It was a really big, historic, he yeah, big historic win for, for Maryland. And the person I was with used to work with Billy at Maryland. So he was telling stories and said, when you get to Maryland, you've got to talk to him. He'll, he's just a great storyteller. And so then fast forward, I, I get to Maryland, I take the job, and I can vividly remember standing in the hallways at Cole Fieldhouse, and when he'd come walking around, it was like moths to a light, like you'd fly to Billy, and, okay, Billy, what do you got? What are your stories? And we'd sit around for, for hours laughing and telling stories. Lo and behold, I come here. I was here for a number of years. Here comes Billy Hahn as one of Hug's original assistants, and the, the stories and everything continued. And I was fortunate. I just got to see him last week. He was down at the Boys State Tournament, so yeah. still watching and enjoying basketball. I got to talk to him for a few minutes. So sad story, but a guy that when you, when you say Billy Hahn, you're left with a smile on your face because truly one of the, the great characters in college basketball yes. over the last 30 or 40 years. Yeah, You know, my traveling around him, he didn't know anybody in the sport. I mean, he did not not know anybody in the sport. No he was strangers. One of those people who knew everyone. One thing in doing a little bit of research today, I'd forgotten his coaching career started at Morris Harvey, mm -hmm. yeah. now uh, University of Charleston. So started in West Virginia, the state of West Virginia, and his final coaching job in the state of West Virginia. Obviously, sad for his departure, but uh, certainly led an incredible life. Bob Huggins issued a statement uh, within the last hour and a half, two hours, saying the following, I have known Billy since the early 1970s when I visited Maryland as a recruit, and he was my host for the weekend. From there, I ran into Billy constantly on the recruiting trail over the years before I hired him at WVU in 2007. Billy was a player's coach and a very good communicator. He had a great rapport with the players and they all really enjoyed being around him. All of the Mountaineer basketball and Mountaineer Nation is saddened by Billy's passing. Our thoughts and prayers go out to his wife, Kathy, his son, Maddie, his daughter, Ashley, his grandchildren, their families, and everyone they knew that knew and loved Billy. That came from Bob Huggins, and he had a long-term relationship. And another guy um, is Fran Frischilla. So Fran Frischilla... First real true coaching job, assistant coaching job, just getting started in the business was at Ohio University. Billy, who would later become the head coach there, was an assistant to Danny Knee. And I'll never forget this story that Fran told me. He said, we were, back in those days, you remember, like assistant coaches used to just drive <laughs> like anywhere and everywhere for anything, right? And they would scout opposing teams. You would literally drive and go scout for an opposing team. But he was supposed to go 
in either scout or recruit in New York City. So Ohio U is starting its practice. And so they, Danny Nee says, okay, Fran, now there's a, there's a shot there for, for those of you that are watching. He said, all right, be there tomorrow in New York. So Fran leaves. Fran says he gets on the road. He gets on Route 50. He said, the snow is so bad. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Couldn't see. Couldn't see. Couldn't move. Turned around and drove back. Got back to Athens. So he walks back into the gym. Ohio U's practicing. Danny Knee's out there. Billy's out there. Danny Knee looks at Fran and just absolutely destroys him. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? He says, weather bat. And, and, you know, Danny Knee, right? He's old school. Yeah. Old, old school, yeah. right? He crushes him. I mean, crushes him. Makes him go back into the car and leave again. So Fran says, I'm petrified. I just don't know what to do. Takes off, drives a little farther. Doesn't know what to do. Pulls over, old phone booth in the day. Calls back to the office. Gets Billy Hahn on the phone. And Billy said, look. He said, look, you're going to be fine. He goes, this is what we're going to do. Walked him through piece by piece. He said, this is what we're going to do. You're going to get to Cross 50. You're going to go through Clarksburg. You're going to get up to Cumberland. We're going to stop in Cumberland. He says, stop in Cumberland for tonight. He says, tomorrow morning, you get up. He says, you're going to be able to make it. And he said, I'll never, and he's exactly what I did, and I made it. And he said, I'll never forget that. He said, but without Billy that night, he said, I, I, I just might have packed it in and said, I'm out. Because I'm Danny Dean was providing no help. <laughs> Danny Dean was old, old school. Yeah. You know, that Maryland staff, when I was there that I just referred to with Billy, that that was filled with characters. Right? Uh-huh. Gary Williams in himself was not the most calm sideline presence. We know how Billy was. And a guy by the name of Jim Patsos Jimmy that was Patsos. a young assistant that went on to be a, a head coach. Go go look him up and Google him. There's some it was Looney, some, t- Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, there's one game Jimmy Patsos, when he was a head coach, was so mad at the officials he went and sat up in the stands. Went and sat by the athletic director in like the sixth row of the stands. Well, he's also the one to put the box in seven. On, on Steph Curry, on Steph Curry yeah. so he wouldn't score. That was Jimmy Patsos. So those guys were all on the same staff together. You talk about a wild, crazy staff. West Virginia played in something that was like the BBT tournament in Baltimore or in D.C. DC. DC. It was in D.C., yeah, yeah. It was actually, yeah. And so West Virginia played its game, and then Maryland played after West Virginia. And our broadcast location for the Mountaineer game was what would become Maryland's bench in the second game. And for whatever reason, I guess we must have drove without the team. And so I stayed in my seat. And I was sitting right next to the Maryland. I'd never with those seen, guys, right? It was that guys. crew. Yeah. yeah. Billy and um Billy and Gary Williams and who was the uh was it Dave Dickerson exactly at that time? Right. You're yeah. exactly right. Dave Dickerson. Yeah. I'd never seen a clown show like that in my life. <laughs> they were entertaining. You talk about crazy. <laughs> Gary's going nuts. Gary's Billy's just going scre- nuts. Yeah. Billy's just Gary's just screaming at the assistant coaches. I mean, just screaming at them. I said, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. They were they were a show all into themselves. 
and they were you mentioned it they those were some great teams yes those were some wonderful teams that was the so the year I arrived that was the the team they had when Joe Smith who went on to become the number one pick I was arriving right as he was leaving after his sophomore year they were hoping to get him for another year and make a run at an NCAA title and then as you mentioned just a couple of years later right after Billy had left his first year gone he had recruited a lot of those guys that went on to win Juan that national Dixon. championship the Juan Dixon team yeah exactly, exactly. All right, so there you go, the passing of former WVU assistant and, as you said, Greg, just an absolute basketball lifer. I mean, there are guys that are involved in the game. There are guys that is their life. He, that was his life. He was in the gym. He just loved it. Couldn't get away from it. And as you said, up until the state tournament just here a few few weeks back. All right, 617, sitting at Statewide Sports Line, our – Line is open on the tech side of things, 304-TALK-304, 304-TALK-304. We'll talk about the Masters when we come back. We'll get into some Mountaineer football as well. Stay with us. More coming your way. CityNet Statewide Sports Line. WVU Medicine Children's has been named the number one children's hospital in West Virginia by U.S. News & World Report for the second year in a row. We are the largest group of pediatric primary, specialty, and high-risk maternal care providers in the state. And we are home to the state's only pediatric cardiac surgery program and pediatric epilepsy monitoring unit. Trust your child's care to West Virginia's top children's hospital, WVU Medicine Children's. Visit wvukids.com. A lifetime warranty for your RV? Yes, Burdett Camping Center has West Virginia's only RV warranty for life. The warranty with no deductible, no maximum term, and it pays 100% of all parts and labor. Just buy your new RV from Burdett Camping. The warranty is totally free, and it covers everything from brake and suspension systems to AC, appliances, and even door handles. True peace of mind forever. Don't throw your money away. Get RV warranty for life only at Burdett Camping Center. BurdettCamping.com. Think your business is too small to be targeted by hackers? Think again. We all hear about the hacks at big companies, but mostly cyber attacks and ransomware threats hit small businesses like yours. These malicious cyber attacks can have a devastating effect on your business, your customers, and your reputation. There's never been a more important time to secure your business technology. Take the first step and call CityNet, West Virginia's trusted technology partner at 844-CityNet, online at citynet.net. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning, the biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia. When you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We're ready to get your day started in West Virginia with all the information you need. Carrie Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. State police are investigating what's believed to be a murder-suicide in Braxton County. Troopers say 41-year-old Oriel King and 63-year-old Leo King were found shot on the porch of an Edgewood Acres home in Sutton over the weekend. Both of them were taken to the hospital in critical condition but later died of their injuries. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. We've got the men's final four set. Number nine seed Florida Atlantic will play number five seed San Diego State at 6-10 Saturday. Then another five seed Miami will take on number four seed Connecticut at 8-50. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. 
Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the mountain state, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. Welcome back in, everybody, sitting at Statewide Sports Line. Going to jump into uh, the Masters here in just for a quick second to keep you up to date with what's going on there. A lot of uh, a lot of rain, precipitation, and stuff today slowing the whole deal down there. One texter did uh, remind us, remember, Billy always used to wear the uh, black mock turtleneck, right? And uh texter said, hey, remember, Billy Han Knight at the Coliseum, all the student managers wore black. Mock turtleneck. I yes. was going to ask you if you wore your mock turtleneck. It's not black, but wondered if you did that in no, honor of I Billy that, tonight. That was, I put that on this morning, but that was unintentional. But I'll take, uh, <laughs> I'll take that there. Um, Masters guys, weather not playing nice today, huh? No, not nice. But the one guy who got finished before it all came roaring through was Brooks Kepka. I don't know if he's running away with this Br- thing. Bridgeport Zone. Yeah, Bridgeport's own. Mountaineer grad. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just making stuff up. Uh, 12 under. Next in line, uh, John Rom at nine. So, and other guys still have time in the course. Brooks Kepka is finished through today. Yeah, the, the story of it this morning, and it was beautiful this morning. If you watched any of the coverage, it was, it was absolutely picture perfect. But the story the whole round was the weather was coming, the weather was coming. And that's where they are now. They ended up suspending the round, and it will resume tomorrow at 8 a.m. with some some guys still having to finish their second round. But, Tony, the, the interesting part of that was not just the rain and the lightning that was in the area. There was obviously some severe wind. And if you've, if you've been on social media at all this afternoon, you probably saw the pictures of the trees that were taken down or the tree that came up out of the ground. That was a massive tree fell straight over right where there were a bunch of patrons. I haven't heard of any injury reports. Well, what are they supposed why to be? Do you, why Fans? Do you play, why do you play their game? I don't know. That's what why, do you, why do you follow what they want you to do? You're, Who wants you're, me to do that? You're the one guy. Who that wants does, me to do that? They're masters, patrons. The it's master, golf. That, no, the Masters is the one that, were, that like – they take your kids away from you if you don't say patrons. They're like, they're, well, how do you even know that? I've never heard that. hundred percent, Hunter. Well, maybe it's in my head. Hunter, yes, you know. wouldn't surprise me. I don't know if I've actually See, heard they that. Doesn't all golf? Don't all golf events refer to them as patrons? No, these guys. I think you're just making that. No, up. no, 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 no. I've never no, heard no. that. That's a master's oh, no, only rule. You, like they shun you. Like they'll shun you if you don't say patrons. Anyway, the fans. Well, I was thinking of this. What's the odds that on the day? <laughs> that on the day of the Masters, of all the other days in the year, while the thing's actually happening in the middle of the day 
with people just lined up right next to this tree that it just goes mm, bam yeah because the 361 other days when there's no term there's like four people out there right exactly yeah because yeah, they don't have any if that did not fall and Members. hit anybody that's a miracle and no one got yeah. hurt no it, it's amazing yeah masters did or augusta put out a, a tweet saying no they injuries did. okay good what they say no patrons <laughs> no patrons were hurt I'll have to look more closely. Of all the things on this show that I've said you're going to criticize me for, it's saying patrons. Patrons. And it's because of this. It's because you always taunt anyone that tries to put any rule on top of you, and you just fell right into their crib. I didn't know that was their rule. I didn't get the memo from them saying tonight you must say patrons. 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 Oh, yeah. Our golf people out there. made that up. No, no, no. Our golf people will know that. They absolutely. It's not the only place you hear patrons. Yeah, bars. Like, have patrons. (laughs) <laughs> but they're golf fans. Anyway, <laughs> nevertheless, okay, because you have to mention Tiger Woods anytime the Masters is going on. Is he going to make the cut or not? He better play well tomorrow. He is still above the cut line, barely at this point, but he is not through today or second round. So he's going to finish his second round to tomorrow morning, and then if he is above, remains above the cut line, he'll can continue on with rounds three and four. Uh, for anyone that's listening that knows uh, whatever that golf rigmarole is about the Masters and the patrons, let me know what it is. You can text us 30, what is it? 304 talk 304 Did we just change that? No. Been Same that for number? Year, for years. Oh. 304-TALK-304, that's the text number. 304-TALK-304. Okay, um, baseball. A lot, of, a lot of baseball being played today early. Uh, the Phillies have defeated the Reds by a score of 5-2. to two. Orioles defeated the Yankees 7-6. And the Pirates, currently in the bottom of seven home opener, leading the White Sox by a score of 12-7. Pirates have got 17 hits. 17 hits. Coach Hunter described it as somewhat like a softball, ballpark softball game up here in Morgantown. They're hitting the ball a little bit, slapping it around a little bit. Um, Okay, let's jump in. Little Mountaineer football talk, and we'll start it off. With a text question. Hypothetical, says the texter. With all of the depth at running back, why not put Donaldson back to his original position of tight end? I'm concerned about his durability. Well, because he's the best running back. So why would you take the best running back and take him away from that position? That would be my answer. And you're concerned about his durability. I mean, injuries are going to happen. I think of all the guys build-wise, he's probably got the best chance of being durable. Yeah. I Thoughts? Mean, yes, no, agree, disagree. No, Coach Hunter. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You don't take a guy that, okay, give him a tight end at West Virginia, gets three or four touches, maybe up it to five or six instead of, okay, let's get him – 15 carries and five receptions, and now he, he got 150 to 200 yards out of him. Now you, he remains there. Uh, true freshman last year, maybe wasn't just structurally built for the pounding he got, and maybe it was just bad luck as well. But no, you you got to keep your, your bell cow at that position. And again, he's going to play other spots this year. I mean, he'll, sl- he'll slot out at times. They'll move him around. He won't be just – in the backfield, I I would guarantee you, he'll never be a full time tight end H back again. Certainly at West Virginia. There you go. By the way, Hunter just gave you one of the bingo spring football bingo card. What was that? Squares. Running back to the slot. 
<laughs> check check that one. Mm. <laughs> I'm more confident in his use at that position than ever before. And I've used that that bingo <laughs> many, many times, I'll admit. Oh, boy. Something interesting that we touched on just a little bit recently was the technology that continues to be brought into sports as a whole, college sports specifically. West Virginia made a pretty big investment in it a year ago with the kicking game, and it can do some things that are pretty fascinating. Neil Brown was asked about the investment in the technology aspect and as to the why do West, why does West Virginia go that route? I think you pick and choose where you invest your money, right? What we've really tried to do is we've tried to put our resources and invest our resources in things that go right to player development. Two areas, recovery and then the technology piece. So recovery, heavily invested for the health of your players, but it's really about repeating your best. In college football, like you really need to be at your best Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. And that's hard. Like, if you can't practice at a high level on Tuesday and Wednesday, very few people can go perform well on Saturday consistently. Now, there's a couple, but those are elite. For the most part, you guys have to perform on Tuesday and Wednesday at a high level and then go on Saturday and perform at a high level in order to perform at a high level. So to do that, what we've done is, on the recovery piece, is heavily invested in that to give our guys the tools to be able to repeat their best. And then from a technology standpoint, what we've done is it's all about two things, injury prevention. The second thing is skill development. The injury prevention piece is, is we have things in our training room that does like molds for their cleats. Well, that's around, we got a lot of guys with flat feet, so it supports those guys. You stay out of not having ankle injuries and stay out of fifth metatarsals. We wear the, the heart rate monitors. That's for safety. Trainers have it. The minute it hits certain heart rate, you know, they get a guy out until he regroups, right? The G- GPS units are all about injury prevention. The aura rings, it's all about injury prevention. Now, TrackMan, the seeker, which is the robotic quarterback, we've got this Dyna board down in the weight room for hand-eye coordination. We've got these goggles that are for hand-eye coordination, and I could go on and on. Those are all for skill development. And a lot of those skill development items are things that really guys use in their non-mandatory time. We have heavily invested, but it's – for those two reasons. Now, there's other things. At the American Football Coach Association, there's a exhibit hall after exhibit hall full of stuff, you know, and, like, you got to weed through it. There's some things that we have that, from an efficiency standpoint, for coaches. But most of our investment has been, like I said, it's been in recovery or in technology to help skill development. Tony, I mean, you, you've been downstairs of the push cart center since it's been, you know, renovated. And some of the stuff down there is space age. Uh, you know, they got cryogenic chambers it cools the body down they got a uh, uv light type bed that also rejuvenates uh, players after you know workouts and after games and, and things like that and then you said the practice facility technology that they've added with the track man the gps units that robotic quarterback thing is looks like a gatling gun with footballs loaded in there and it's able to not just throw it up but actually sort of hit a mm-hmm. player in stride so those are all the type of things that, I mean, 10 years ago, you wouldn't even dreamed of this stuff. You know, you got in a cold tub and they taped your ankles and said, go on. Yeah. Um, the thing you said there about the shoe support because of the potential with a flat arch to break the fifth metatarsal, metatarsal but you think we're getting down into the that, weeds? Pretty specific. But think about that, mm-hmm. though. Isn't that pretty wild? 
Yeah, really, it's a, it's a whole different deal. And as you're right, as far as like I remember when Coach Nealon was here, they would get those big, huge tin, right, like metal things that I don't know what you use those for, like probably for cattle. Yeah, it was like a cattle uh, trough. Cattle it's, trough. What it looked a more, like. A yep. portable cattle trough. Yep. They'd fill them. They'd get a hose. Mm-hmm. They'd fill them with water and ice. And then the bigs, like the linemen, after practice was over, they would go in there and they'd make it a swimming pool. They would just kind of, you know, that was their thing. That's where we're at now. It's just amazing state-of-the-art stuff for regeneration and recovery. And you said, you know, basketball has similar type yep. of things for, for that game as well. But it's it's a whole different world. And, and it's, I mean, it's only going. I mean, we've seen it, but I, I guess West Virginia doesn't have it. I guess they had some demonstration models in past years of robotic dummies that yeah. actually sort of run and, you know, creates a tackling opportunity for a moving target that's a padded dummy. So it, th- th- that thing was wild to see that run around the field. But I, I don't think West Virginia has those in stock. Now I haven't seen those being used at, at the stadium in a while. Does that work better than a manager just hitting you with the pad, see if they can knock oh, the ball yeah. loose? Now you got to catch it and then knock it over. So yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty wild how fast they can go. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if you're not paying attention, you could be a bad, bad day. All right, when we come back, more Mountaineer football, plus uh, Eric Stevenson, our podcast with the former Mountaineer basketball player, dropped yesterday. Some segments that we'd like to share with you, give you a little bit of taste of that. Our text line is open at 304-TALK-304, 304-TALK-304. Stay with us. More coming up here on the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. Quitters don't win unless you're talking about tobacco cigarettes, chew, and vaping, all are bad for your health. Regardless of what they say, Raids is working hard across West Virginia to clear the air when it comes to lies about big tobacco. Start a Raids crew and spread the word to help others kick the habit. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit razewv.com for more information. If a fire occurred in your home, would your smoke alarms work? Don't wait for a tragedy to find out. Smoke alarms are designed to give you and your family the precious seconds you need to safely escape. Test your smoke alarms every month by pressing the test button until the alarm sounds. Depending on the type of battery in your smoke alarm, you may need to change the batteries at least once a year or whenever the low battery warning chirps. And never remove the batteries for any reason. Remember, having working smoke alarms is not only a good idea, it's the law. A message from the West Virginia State Fire Marshal's Office. Right now is PEIA open enrollment, but did you know you have options when selecting your PEIA coverage? The health plan is a West Virginia-based option and has been the most trusted carrier for over 40 years. With a popular $0 cost for routine lab work at all participating LabCorp locations and the use of telemedicine through Healthiest You, there are three plans to choose from. Make the health plan your choice. Remember, you have a choice with PEIA. Choose the health plan. Log on to healthplan.org for more information live from the health plan studios the city net statewide sports line returns in two minutes on metro news the voice of west virginia 
News this morning. The biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia. When you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We're ready to get your day started in West Virginia with all the information you need. Carrie Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. State police are investigating what's believed to be a murder-suicide in Braxton County. Troopers say 41-year-old Orgel King and 63-year-old Leo King were found shot on the porch of an Edgewood Acres home in Sutton over the weekend. Both of them were taken to the hospital in critical condition but later died of their injuries. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. We've got the men's final four set. Number nine seed Ford Atlantic will play number five seed San Diego State at 6-10 Saturday. Then another five seed Miami will take on number four seed Connecticut at 8-50. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News this morning brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the mountain state, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. Sitting at statewide sports line, if you've been vaccinated against COVID-19 but have not gotten a shot in the past several months, you're probably due for updated protection. Even if you've had a COVID-19 shot before, it's still important to get the updated Omicron COVID-19 shot. Find out if you or your loved ones are due for a COVID-19 shot. Use the due date calculator at vaccinate.wv.gov. That's vaccinate.wv.gov. A little bit more football here, and then we're going to focus in on Eric Stevenson. But I thought this was a pretty interesting comment. Uh, good, good detail in here as to what Neil's thinking was regarding the additions of Bilal Marshall and Blaine Stewart as assistant offensive coaches this past offseason. Here's what I'm impressed on is they're growing as well. So Bilal knows the system. Blaine is new to the system, but Blaine is extremely intelligent. He's got really good big-picture views, which I think bodes very well for him in his future. What I think he does is he's got really good teaching, and which is first thing anytime we're hiring somebody, we want somebody that can teach at a position level. He teaches. He makes the game simple. Tight end, other than quarterback, is the hardest position to learn because you got to do so many things. And he's done a nice job of really simplifying that. And if you think about it, Traylon Davis is the only guy in that room that he has that has true game experience here. Now, Cole's got some experience at LSU, but the rest of those guys are relatively young. And we put a lot on that position as far as knowing what to do. So I've been impressed with his teaching. In general, both of them have youth 
and they have energy and they have excitement. And so there's a little bit of give and take there. So, and Chad still has great energy, but when you're organizing and you got to keep eyes on all of them, you know, I really felt like that we needed to have somebody else besides him just be the guy that could give energy out to the whole and both those guys can. Bilal fun- fundamentally is this stage of his career as good as any receiver guy I've been around. I think he's got a, the right mix of loving them and being hard on them. You know, they're accountable. I think that we've caught the ball better, whether it's spring practice or fall camp, we've caught the ball better. And I think a lot of that is credit to him for what he's done in the offseason and how he's challenged those guys to catch balls. And so I think that's a credit to him. Uh, I've been pleased with Chad. Chad's been great in front of the room. He called like three or four of our, our team periods a day and, and I thought he had a nice feel had several scoring drives on those and so they're all growing and I'm excited I'm glad they're here I feel really confident in the moves we made and I think all three of them are going to continue to get better there you go Neil Brown on um, the staff changes and fresh faces and we'll see how it all plays out some high praise there high both. praise for both yeah or for all three but really coach Stu and uh Bilal. And again, as with any part of the coaching profession, the proof comes in ultimately what you do. But when you watch them in practice, the energy level of both those is really high. Oh, yeah. Right? And so, I mean, I think that's a big part of coaching. That's why you like you – know, you, you can't have all 20-somethings because you want some experience in that room, but it helps to have a couple of those guys who can jack up some energy. Yeah. And uh, obviously, we're just a couple of weeks away, two weeks from tomorrow – It'll be the spring game, and uh, once again, um, all portion of the proceeds go to WVU Medicine and Children's Hospital there. All right, let's jump in now. Eric Stevenson, our most recent guest on Three Guys Before the Game. We plowed a lot of ground with Eric, and among the topics that we discussed was the world of the transfer portal. Now, if a guy knows the transfer portal, Eric Stevenson knows the transfer portal. Six years of college basketball, four different schools, culminating here at WVU. And he has some pretty interesting thoughts as to life inside the portal. What did you learn from being in the portal all those times and or what would you do different if you were back as a freshman in college now? So what I learned in the portal is um, you're not always going to get what you want. Um, like I said, Wichita was, you know, I had a good sophomore year, got what I wanted, um, went to Washington, wasn't, you know, what just wasn't a situation for me. And I was expecting to get somewhat of the same, you know, from the first time I was in portal and I didn't get anywhere close. So it was kind of humbling. Um, not that I was going in the portal thinking, oh, I'm going to. In terms of interest, you mean? In yeah. terms of calls coming yeah. in? Not Wait, bad. time out. The trend, when you went to Washington, you didn't, when you left Wichita. When I left Wichita, my phone was off the hook. Off the hook. Off the hook. Everyone wanted you. Everybody. You know, everybody okay. besides, you know, the Kentucky Kansas. Okay. Those guys. And then you did one season at Washington. You put your name back into the portal and, and you got crickets? And it was like, it, it, was, it was crickets for what I wanted, if that makes sense. It was just wasn't the level I wanted to be at. That, that portal is, it's very, it's a blessing, but it can also be very humbling, like I said. Um, and those guys that, you know, call me, text me that I know they're going to go in the portal and ask me for advice, and I tell them the same thing. You know, I'm, you know, like I'll look at their, you know, numbers and whatnot. I'm like, hey, you know, what I mean, I'm saying this in, in the nicest way possible. Just, Chill. Just you know, if you go in that portal, don't don't expect to hear from the schools you want to hear from. Pretty wild, huh? 
kind of forget that piece of it. We always talk about guys going to the portal, and then once they go in, sometimes we never hear from them again. And, you know, we had what Mark Kellogg on yesterday, the new women's coach, and he hit those numbers on the women's side, just exploding mm-hmm. the number of kids, but it doesn't mean that there's going to be a place uh, to go to. I, uh, I also talked with Eric, and we talked with Eric about what he did was really super hard. He comes in, has one year, but he's, a, he's put into a position of being in a leadership role, which means all of the other guys that have already been here have to follow him. At least that was the plan. And so how did he go about doing that? Well, we, as we talked about it, it started the day he got here. It was a bad cop early on. Um, but then, I, you know, towards the end of the year, midseason, I, I, didn't, I didn't do all that bad cop stuff. You know, I, I'm trying to uplift my guys. You know, I, I got on them because I'm, I'm showing them the standard that I'm at, that I hold myself at. And I know, that, I know, how, you, I know how hard it is to win. You know I mean? I've, I had a season where I won 23 games, and that wasn't easy. And I know the standard that it, it takes to win, you know. And so I, I have to hold my, myself to a high standard. And then if, if my teammates see me doing that, uh, they're, they're just going to raise their level. In the summer, I went and watched pickup once. And you guys start going, and like you weren't two minutes in, and 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 Hugs was just sitting around, you know. Hap- he's like looking, staring, watching, whatever. And you yelled over at Hugs, "Get him off the floor!" Yeah, because he's, he's not playing hard. He's not playing hard. Just get him off the floor. And I went like, "Wait a second, that's the new guy telling the new coach about the guy that was already here for a year. Get him off the floor." Because and I went like. Huh. I, no, I this, is either, this is either going to go good or this is going to go bad. One of the two, either those those guys are going to hate you or you're going to change it, and you changed it. That's that's why I can't express how much I love this year. I had a goal coming in this year. I'm going to get in that tournament. Like the year I won 23 games, we were going to be in the tournament, got canceled. And then you know went to Washington and lost 23 games almost. And it's just the little things. It's just playing hard, you know. And like you're not going to play hard in, in my pickup. You're not playing. Simple. <laughs> You're not going to be on my team, and yeah. you could be on the other team. You're going to lose. Yeah, See, my pickup. That covered a lot of the things that he talked about in the podcast that that impressed me. That that you knew when you watched him, and you thought it would be the case, but then when you hear him on the back end, that it was exactly right. So you talk about a perfect fit. You talk about a guy that was old that came in that didn't have time to screw around. Right, this was his last year. He knew it was his last year. He had to get at the tournament. He was told, come in, we need your edge. We need to bring your edge right. back to this program. And he didn't try and just be Mr. Nice Guy to everybody. He just said, well, screw it. Here's what I got to do. If I've got to, if I've got to ruffle feathers, I'm ruffling feathers. Here's what we're doing. We're going to win. We're going to be tough. We're going to do And he did all those things. Pretty remarkable for a college kid to come in. I, I know he's 33. <laughs> 33 or 34. But being able to come in and, and do that and take that role and accept that role is pretty impressive. And, and Tony, I thought you said it right. The, the one thing we wondered preseason – Okay, he's going to have an edge. Is this going to work, or right. is it, it's either going right. to put bring you together or completely divide you? And there were times it wasn't certain. Even midseason, wasn't quite certain. But in the end, it brought them together. Yeah. So as a result, how did it all go in his perspective being here at WVU for one season? What are his memories? You walk away from WVU saying what about the experience? I loved it. I can't I can't appreciate it enough. Um, you know, I mean, I was I was put in a position that I wanted to be put in for a while. 
you know, where I could take a bad shot, a questionable shot, and still be in the game. If that makes sense. Yeah. Which is a yeah. rarity because he normally. He doesn't use the <laughs> Yeah. You're telling me? Yeah. Like, I I've mean, watched plenty of games where I'm like, oh, he might come out and then. Might. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, there were guys that didn't even go down the other end of the floor. They just started walking over yeah. the back. I'm like, ah. And I think I earned that, though. Um, I earned that freedom with him because um, I wasn't, I'm never afraid to take the shot, you know, the, the shot that you need to take um, and make, you know, and so. He, Hug, Hugs really allowed me to be myself. Um, obviously, he, he reined it back in a step, which is, you know, perfect. And um, he put me in positions to, to put the ball in the basket, and I did, and if I didn't, it was on me. What was it when he got on you? What was his go-to to get on you? Oh, he would – God, he would say some stuff, you know what I mean? But um, – <laughs> He he would get on me. What was it about? What would he get on you? Shot selection? Nah, never, never. Okay, what he was would get what on would he get about, on you for? About other people's mistakes. You know, I mean, they couldn't. You know, they're not going to take the it. Assistant, you yelled you know? the assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just I've always been like that, though. You know, what I mean, I'm just whatever. Eric Stevenson, you can listen to the complete interview on our podcast. Three guys before the game. Do stay with us. More coming your way. Final break to take back after this. Oh no, I forgot the milk, bread, the kids' notebooks, and all of this stress has given me a headache. Guess I'd better add Tylenol to that list. Ever find yourself in that situation? Call Fruth Pharmacy. Fruth has improved online ordering. Every item has an image and a clear description so you can see, search, and know exactly what you're getting. Fruth also has curbside pickup. Visit our website or give us a call and we'll get your items ready and bring them out to your car. Let us help ease the stress and the headaches. Fruth, your hometown family pharmacy. With the passing of the bomb cyclone during Christmas, there were widespread electric outages across the country and repeated calls from power companies to conserve energy. Energy regulators have been warning grid operators and the Biden administration that we're removing too much coal and baseload generation from our nation's power grid. Fortunately, here in West Virginia, with our vast coal reserves and eight modern coal-fired power plants, we enjoy the most secure and safe electric system that exists anywhere in the world. Unlike other places that rely on higher percentage of renewables and expensive natural gas. West Virginians can rest in the comfort of our warm homes as our iPhones, computers, and even electric vehicles remain fully charged. West Virginia Coal has been called upon time and time again to respond to national crises. Looking forward, if our surrounding states experience rolling blackouts or power shortages, West Virginia will be on standby to send emergency rations of coal by wire to keep them warm and safe. Thank goodness for West Virginia Coal. This message brought to you by the Friends of Coal. The continually rising cost of a college tuition can be a huge burden on a student and their family, particularly here in West Virginia. Metro News Radio Network, along with their other sponsors, are proud to announce the 2023 West Virginia Scholar Program, which will help change the life of a West Virginia family forever. Any high school junior in West Virginia is eligible to apply where you could receive a full scholarship, including four years of room, board, tuition, and fees at West Virginia Wesleyan College. 
one of our state's most prestigious institutions of higher learning. If you have a current junior in high school or know someone who does, go to wvmetronews.com and click on the WV Scholar button to apply now. The application deadline is April 30th. It's easy to apply. Don't miss this opportunity for a full scholarship at one of the best colleges in our state. Apply today at wvmetronews.com. Remember the application deadline is April 30th. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning, the biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia. When you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We're ready to get your day started in West Virginia with all the information you need. Carrie Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. State police are investigating what's believed to be a murder-suicide in Braxton County. Troopers say 41-year-old Oriel King and 63-year-old Leo King were found shot on the porch of an Edgewood Acres home in Sutton over the weekend. Both of them were taken to the hospital in critical condition, but later died of their injuries. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. We've got the men's final four set. Number nine seed, Ford Atlantic, will play number five seed, San Diego State, at 6-10 Saturday. Then another five seed, Miami, will take on number four seed, Connecticut, at 8-50. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning, brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the mountain state, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. World-class cancer care, closer than you think. At every WVU Cancer Institute location, you're treated by expert physicians utilizing leading-edge technology and groundbreaking research. The state's top doctors, researchers have come together to offer personalized treatment for every patient. And the expert team at the WVU Cancer Institute provides compassionate, high-quality care for a brighter tomorrow. 15 locations across the region. You can always find world-class care right here in the state of West Virginia. You can call 855-WVU-CARE to schedule an appointment or visit the website wvumedicine.org slash cancer, wvumedicine.org slash cancer. Talking basketball, Eric Stevenson earlier, one Mountaineer from last season said today that he is coming back, and that's Joe Toussaint. That's a that's a good, I, I don't even know if you call it an addition because he's staying, but that's a nice piece to that roster as well. I thought Toussaint did a lot of really good things last year. I think we could go through and count 
at least three, maybe up to four games where his scoring flat won you the game. That if he doesn't yes. come in and take over, you don't win that basketball game. So getting him back, I think, is a, a big boost to this program. So he increased at the point, right? they will share time there and however that goes. So, I mean, as you look to put new pieces back together, you look like your point's pretty good shape, at least with one and two. It'd be interesting to see how and how long it takes to put this whole thing together now. Like, are we a month away? Will you know in a month, or will it be – do you get a late June, July, all of a sudden someone's into the fold? I don't know. How's that? Not that it matters, right? But it'd be interesting to know. It, it feels like it's moving along a little bit now. Like you're yes. getting some pieces that are dropping into place. They've got the salary cap issues worked out there and getting everybody not, lined they, up. They, they don't have salary cap. Hmm. And you must be confused. That's professional sports have a salary cap. Well, you know, with the windows now, and the window is still open. It, you know, it, it opened March 15th, and it's going to be open until May. So it's still got a while, but because that wasn't in place last year and guys could drop into the portal at any point, it does feel like now you're getting some definitive, okay, these guys are definitely in here. Now they're taking visits and you're getting movement earlier and a little bit more definitively than you did last year. This has the potential to be a pretty good nucleus that comes back next year. I mean, the standard disclaimer we'll give now and and every year moving forward is – how do they mesh? How do they come together? How do guys translate into this particular system? But you start to go down the roster of guys here, and if you assume a Trey Mitchell returns, you've got the makings of what's a pretty talented roster. How about this one today? Speaking of the portal, North Carolina's leading scorer from a year ago, Caleb Love, has announced that he is going to transfer to Michigan. So here's a guy that averaged just under 17 points. Shot almost 38% from three, four boards, three assists per game. He becomes a Wolverine. He was a former five-star recruit. They now, needed, how much Now, how much you think that one just cost? Well, a couple bucks, but they needed that because Hunter Dickinson, the 7-1 All-American, has left Michigan, so they needed to, to have a splash there. But that also shows you, not that anybody needs to hear that that's the, the way of the world now, but North Carolina's losing guys to the portal, right? LJ Cryer leaves Baylor into the portal. Isn't so it's, crazy? it's literally every school across the country. No one is immune to losing players. Well, how about K-State? Ish Masood, the dude with the fro that makes long distance shots. It's a massive Great shots team. for those guys, right? Yeah. yeah. He leaves. Yeah. That Because his worth changed. His, yeah. his value changed. His ability to go make some money changed from what it was being the third or fourth option there at Kansas State. But when he goes you think, and gets some shots. There's some guys bringing, bringing nice bags of money to Ishmael But wouldn't you think the K-State people realize that as well, and the K-State people, right? Obviously not. Everybody's got slots. For the dollar figures, might not have fit in the daily fantasy numbers they needed. Tony, quick update from Mon County Ballpark. Um West Virginia has allowed three runs in the oh, top uh-oh. of the second pair of home runs. A single home run or one run home run to start off the inning and now a two run shot uh, with two outs has allowed uh, Kansas. Kansas to take a 3 nothing lead. Jalen Wilson goes yard. <laughs> Huh? Followed up by Grady Dick. Got to lock up Grady Dick to Juan Harris. Look how they done hit a three on you. <laughs> All right, we're out. Have yourself a great Easter. Sportsline back on Sunday night at 6.06. Our producer this evening, Taylor Kennedy. Thanks for being with us. And a reminder, our three guys before the game podcast with Eric Stevenson available to you now. Have a good weekend. See you.
from the Health Plan Studios. The CityNet Statewide Sports Line is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.